Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to participate in an upcoming workshop designed to help you understand yourself by making a deep connection to your past and future lives. The workshop is called Your Past is Present, Dowsing Your Connection to Other Lifetimes. The workshop will be conducted over two days on October 1st and 2nd over Zoom, and each student will receive newly designed dowsing charts and protocols that will allow you to make an emotional and experiential connection to your other lifetimes. For more information, please visit vitalbioenergetics.com and click on the workshops tab. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth-dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now, for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G, and today's special guest is fellow co-op member, Jamie Westrom. If you recall, a couple of weeks ago, we had a um, episode with the other two co-op members. Uh, we had Jody Crotty and Maureen Malone on, and we talked about what we love, what we love about our work, what we love about our lives, and what inspire us in, uh, in the work that we do. Jamie, unfortunately, couldn't make it here. So what we're doing today is we're going to do the episode with Jamie. It's that way you get the full breadth of our vital bioenergetics family. So Jamie, uh, welcome, welcome again to the show. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy that you're you're doing a part due for me because I was really sad to miss that episode because uh, I thought it was just such a great topic. And I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you. Great. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll ask the same questions I ask everybody else too. So, uh, so we'll first start off with what do you love about your work, about what you do? So just give us a, a brief, what you do and what do you love about it? Early in my career, I was a teacher. I was a school teacher and you only have limited ability of what you can say and, and do with children. You have to work within these parameters of you know, teacher-student relationships. And now I'm able to work with families in a whole different capacity and really give them a lot more education and information um, that I had that I wasn't able to share before. And just today I got to work with a little six-year-old boy and teach him about biofeedback scanning and dowsing and muscle testing and show him for the first time how to do emotional clearing and shift the energy of your body. And it was just super exciting to be able to do that work with, with children. I, you know, I have a lot of adults that come see me in my practice and the the kids are few and far between in Florida, but for me, that's um, super inspiring. And it's just kind of a continuation of where I started my journey. Fantastic. So uh, your website is the biofield expert. You have many different types of things that you do with that. Uh, you've got uh, uh, EMF remediation, you've got supplements, you've got um, homeopathic remedies. So what are some of the things that you really love about uh, when a client comes to you and they've got something and you have just the thing that can help them? 
So a lot of my solutions for people are things that they've never heard of before. And that to me is really fun because you kind of see people have this aha moment. Like they've been searching and searching and searching and they've tried all these things and suddenly you present them with a new idea or a concept that is not even on their radar. And you just, you can see this excitement, like, oh my gosh, this, there's a solution here. So one of the things uh, that I really enjoy working with is doing home remediations. And a lot of times people, especially older people or children, anyone in sensitive populations, they really are uh, sensitive and they can really feel electrical energies or um, just subtle energies. And dowsers are the perfect people to help them understand these unseen energies that are affecting them. That they don't, ha- they can't really explain, or they can't put their finger on something. A lot of people will have a knowingness, like I just, there's something wrong with my room, or there's my bed just isn't comfortable. I mean, the mattress is comfortable, but I just am not sleeping well, and I don't understand why. So I did a house remediation this week, and it was. It's, it's just so fun to go in and see different people's environments and where they live and then show them through kinesiology or dowsing what their energy field looks like in their house and then do something to change the energy in the house and then test them again and they can instantly feel the change. They can see the change with dowsing. Last week I did a fantastic remediation with another dowser and that was really cool because I hadn't done that before and we got to experience each other's techniques. So I worked with um, Shelly Darling, who's a phenomenal dowser and she was using her L rods and I was using my O-ring testing. And we came at the problems of this property from two different perspectives with two different sets of tools. And we were able to have this really beautiful collaboration and not only was it fun for us, but it was really fun for the person whose, whose property it was that got to see how all this energy work unfolded. That's fantastic. Well, one of the things I love about my work is I love meeting people and I love working with specific individuals, especially those people who are, who are seeking. Some people who are, they, there's something not quite right with their field or they're not quite right. They, they understand that their now, their their now moment isn't quite right. And so I love, especially working with my time temple charts to figure out what is that now coordinate and what are the charts telling us, the, the dowsing charts telling us is in your now coordinate. And then we've recently incorporated the invisible light spectrum in there. So what are we acutely aware of in that invisible light spectrum as well using uh, biogeometry. And in fact, Nina and I just uh, uh, recorded a, a another episode of High Vibes where we are going to talk about the, the invisible light spectrum in the dow- in our dowsing charts, in the, uh, in the time temple charts. It's very, very exciting. And uh, that will air after this one. But it's a I I just can't describe the feeling that I get when that knowledge, that awareness of that aha moment of, oh my God, that's what I was thinking, or that's what was, that was sitting in my subconscious. And now I know what to do with it. 
And so that is that is such a huge rush for me as a as the um, as the counselor and also the dowser to be able to bring that knowledge to my clients. And so it's it's just so so exciting to to get to that point. Uh, sometimes it takes more than one session, but sometimes we get it on the single on a first session too, which is great. Hey, I just thought of something um, because I wanted to ask you if you have like a really cool story of something that transpired in an Akashic dowsing session. Cause I have a really cool story from this past week. It's weird, but um, I think your audience can handle it. So, so do you have a story first of like some time where there was this just really amazing thing that happened and you're like, wow. Yes. Yes. I actually, I have um, two and they have to do with relationships. The first one was a, somebody I saw a couple of years ago who had um, just had a, uh, a tragedy in his life. And uh, his wife of uh, 22 years had passed away from breast cancer. And so when he started coming with to me, he, we were dealing with grief issues, but then he was also wanting to address, you know, love issues, you know, whatever, opening himself up to another relationship and dealing with that sort of thing. And so while we were doing the, the dowsing, what came up was not only was he ready to move on, but that, that his energy was, was just ripe, you know, and because when I was doing it, it was like the, the charts are saying here that not only are you ready, but you are a catch. I think whoever is going to find you in this new area, because he just recently moved to a new area, um, they're going to be very, very charmed and very, you know, really attracted to your energy. And at first he was like, no, 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 no. Cause I'm still grieving my wife. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to do that, whatever. And then six months later, he started dating somebody. And then four months after that, they were married and they're, they're doing very, very well. Uh, another success story that just tickles me pink is I had a, a, a woman who was uh, recently divorced badly. Uh, it was, it was, it was a divorce that was not going well at all. Uh, a lot of anger, a lot of abuse and that sort of thing. And again, she was in a place in her life where she could not welcome in new love energy. And so what we, what did we do? We went in there, we went to the Akashic dowsing, we went to figure out what was going on in her records or in her karma. And we worked to purify all of those bad patterns. And then on a fluke, um, she got onto this dating site and uh, this, this guy messages her and who was, who immediately she was like, this guy's way out of my league because, <laughs> you know, this guy was like, you know, like the, the quintessential prince on the white horse. She's like, no way he's going to, he's going to get to know me. And he's going to be like, no freaking way. Am I going to, they had a date. It will head off very well. And then, you know, eight months later. He proposes and then she uh, she moved five states away to go live with him. And, uh, you know, they've got a uh, a beautiful house, a beautiful family. And who knew, <laughs> you know, and 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 since then, she has made the choice of, oh, I want to do energy work, too, because this is pretty cool stuff because <laughs> uh, she was a school teacher before and she was also burned out with that. And she didn't know what to do with her life career-wise. And, and, and then, you know, having this success opened her mind to 
new possibilities. And so again, I, I love it when those, those moments happen. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love seeing people kind of um, just tap into this energy and really realize how amazing and powerful and transformational it can be. You know, it's, it's great to talk with you and Jody and Nina and all our colleagues about this stuff and, and hear um, how everybody's sort of doing it in different ways. So I have a lot of clients that come to me initially because they're not feeling great, right? They're having headaches or they're having digestive issues. And, you know, one of the things I specialize in is figuring out what supplements someone should take. But what makes me a unique practitioner is that I will show them after their biofeedback scan where your negative emotions are stuck in your body. And they'll see that actually on a computer screen. And then I walk them through the clearing process and then they need a lot less nutrition. So then we do the nutrition afterwards, but I sort of, I don't want to say I sneak it in, but not everyone's showing up expecting to do emotional work in my sessions. They could think they're just coming for supplements and that's important. But what really, you know, we're talking about what we love. And one of the things I love about my work is that we're able to help other people love or be loved. And the three main statements around my emotional clearing process, you're trying to help someone become congruent with their ability to love themselves, their ability to love others, and their ability to be loved. Those are the three main ones. Once you can be become congruent with those three statements, you're, uh, you're smooth sailing, <laughs> at least for a while till you get knocked off course and uh, oh, then when, that's when you dig deeper and you dig deeper yeah then you can peel another layer of the onion and you're feeling whole enough right another question that i asked the other group here was who are your favorite teachers the people that you listen to either they're related to your work or not related to your work but teachers that you um relate to that inspire you and uplift you and uh, elevate you to the next level so I have a huge amount of respect for all the teachers I've had in my life, whether they were coaches. Uh, I had a great cross-country coach by the name of Jim Cox, who was fantastic and just really inspired me. This woman, Kathy Perlman, that taught me as a Montessori teacher and was my mentor, who was phenomenal. I mean, any author I've read that I've gleaned some sort of insight from Dr. Marshall and Dr. Forbes from Premier Research Labs, who've taught me so much, Dr. Charles McWilliams, who's a world-renowned homeopathic physician, and his wife, Susan, there's just, I mean, I could go on and on, and really the generosity that these people had, and to not just learn what they did, but to take the time to share it with me and others and realize how important that was, yeah. So I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question to really like, there's not one person. It's really everybody that's shared their knowledge with me because it's helped me become great at what I do. And I wouldn't be where I am without all of them. And then on top of that, my clients are probably my, my best teachers at this point, because they really challenge me. They ask me a lot of tough questions, a lot of them are very well educated and very well read and they've been studying, you know, whatever their condition is for a while and they know a lot about it. And that pushes me as a practitioner. So I, I do want to tell a story though about this week and it's weird. Okay. <laughs> like weird stories. 
Sure. <laughs> so this is a, a new client of mine and somebody that had a lot of trauma in their life, more so than probably most people that we've worked with. And I did a Zyto scan on her and part of a Zyto scan, it shows you so much information, but there's a one particular page that will show you the spinal column. And then it will show you which vertebrae is out of range. And on her chart, everything was pretty much in range, except there was one line on the bar chart that was completely bright red that went across the page. And I just kind of went, huh, that doesn't look, something's going on here. Let's look at this more closely. So we pulled up this vector chart and we went to that one particular vertebrae and then it shows you what it's connected to. So it'll show you that it's reflexing to a tooth or a couple teeth and maybe another organ or gland. And then it'll show you an emotion if there's an emotion attached to it. So the emotion that was sitting there was hate. And I just had this knowingness come over me. It's like people say they, they get downloads from source or they communicate directly with source. I don't feel like I get a whole lot of that, but that's what this felt like to me. And I just went, you know what? That's not your hate. That's somebody else's hate toward you. It's like somebody took a knife and stabbed it in your back, right in the center of your back where this red line is. And I, I just, this was just kind of one of these moments where you learn something new. And this was like a teachable moment for myself. And she was my she was my teacher. Right. And so I go to do my normal emotional clearing process with her. And I'm thinking, this isn't going to, that's not going to fly with this because this is completely different. So I wound up pulling from the recesses of my mind, a Reiki technique that I was taught in my Reiki master training many years ago by my friend, Mandy. And it involves pulling energetic stuff from the body. And so I have her stand in the center of my office and I proceed to go through this little mental process of, you know, how I'm going to clear this knife from her back, right? This energetic knife. So I close my eyes and I reach behind her back and I grab this handle and I yank it out of her back. And all of a sudden I hear a scream and that something hits me and I quick open my eyes and she's lying on my floor flat on her back. And I, like, she didn't even have time to brace her fall. I mean, she fell like her feet went out from under her and I never touched her body. Okay. Like I didn't touch her back. I touched nothing. But the instant I went and yanked this energetic sword out of her, she just collapsed. And it was one of the most interesting, unique experiences I've ever had with energy work, like powerful. Yeah. Powerful stuff that is powerful stuff i i also love it when i'm in session with somebody and something will come up on the charts and something will come up where i just get the knowing too and then i'm like like this one's about your sister and oh she did something really nasty didn't she and they look at me like how the heck did how'd you know yeah Yeah. and and it's and I said, well, it's, it's here because the sister is there and you see the triangulation and the, like the chart can't say, yes, it does. It says right there. <laughs> and, but 
on top of that, it's there's there's a knowing, there's an intuition with there. You know, it, it helps that the fact that I developed a lot of the charts that I have, so I can understand their nuances. But even the charts that I didn't develop, I also understand. I've used them long enough that I understand their nuance, and you can see a lot of the nuance in there. Uh, for example, the uh, spiritual response therapy charts have a, a lot of cryptic language in them that uh, Robert Detzler, who who wrote the charts, his foundation was he was a, a unity minister. So he had a lot of biblical references in there. He wrote a, a metaphysical Bible or a metaphysical interpretation of the Bible, which is very a very interesting read. But if unless you are a biblical scholar, you're not going to understand half of these references. But the references, though, they, they're meaningful to me in the moment, in the context of the client. So whenever you're asking the question, well, what does that item on that chart mean? The answer is generally, I don't really have a very clear idea of that. And neither did Robert when he put it down there. But it does have meaning in the moment with that particular client in that particular context. And then it all like click, click, clicks into place. Like, yeah, that's, you know, that's your, that's your, the mother energy that you held on to all these years, or that's the, or that's the um, uh, past life stuff that you've been holding on to all these years. We can, we can certainly cure, purify that because we need to, we'll get that out of there and then you'll have a better life experience. And so that's what we're doing. And it's just, it's just fun to do that for me as, and also it's, I, I won't say it's fun for the, for the client in the moment, because usually that's, it, it feels for the client, it can sometimes feel invasive when the when the per, when the practitioner comes up with this wild stuff like where the hell did that come from? Are you reading my mind? And or it's oh my gosh, that is a shadow aspect of myself that I never wanted to look at ever again because that was due to a trauma I had when I was a teenager, and I'm that's, I never wanted to touch that. And oh my god, it's living now in my present. Like oh yeah, it is living now in your present, mm -hmm. and we're going to get rid of it. We're, we're now we're purifying it we're clearing it in order to purify it we need to know about it if you're going to choose to ignore it all you're doing is burying it and so we're going to bring it out and we're going to we're going to purify it it's a lot again a lot of fun for me as the practitioner but it's also hard work for me too especially when this stuff comes up for myself because you know we we all have to work on ourselves too yes yes we do <laughs> yeah and it's so wonderful to see people like go through this process and it may be very foreign to them and there may be a slight part of it that's uncomfortable for a little bit, but then on the other side of that, they're so relieved and they're so happy to get these burdens off their shoulders or literally out of their back. I mean, this woman was like, I've been walking around telling people for my lifetime that I feel like I'm just constantly being stabbed in the back. And here she was with this, you know, energy sword stuck there. So yeah, literal, <laughs> literally stabbed. Literally, I mean, I've I've never seen anything like it. But fun stuff to discover. Like you're talking about the biogeometry, and I can't wait to hear you and Nina talk about that and the light stuff. Aaron was really interesting to meet at the Dowser conference. He had a lot, you know, going on with biogeometry. And then I had a friend here who is a Dowser, and she happened to show me a biogeometry book, and I've just started reading it, and it's another little fun energy rabbit hole to go down. And that's another thing I love about this work is that there's so much more to, you know, you can just keep learning and learning and learning. And there's all these different disciplines that kind of weave this beautiful web together and just yeah. it's fun. 
Okay, so to help close up our our discussion here, so let's get a little personal and talk about uh, things that you love when you are not working. Uh, what are some hobbies that you enjoy? Um, I, I talked at the last episode about my Dungeons and Dragons habit, about how I that that's something that I love to immerse myself in. I don't get to play as often as I'd like to because I'm a very busy person, but I I live vicariously through another D and D group that I watch on YouTube called Critical Role. But uh, just to uh, you know, piggyback on that. I also, I've always been a big Star Wars fan, Star Trek fan, and that kind of thing. So I love immersing myself in high fantasy or immersing myself into science fiction, especially the science fiction that is more hopeful. Because there are certain shows out there that people say, oh, this sci-fi show is the bomb and whatever. And I get to watch a couple of episodes like this show is depressing. So if it's, it's got to be inspirational. It has to be showing mankind's potential, which is why I love high fantasy, which is why I love um, science fiction like Star Trek, because it shows the highest potential of humanity, as opposed to bringing out its horrible, horrible, horribleness (laughs) all along. So um, that's, so that's something that gives me a great deal of joy to do while I'm not working. So how about you? Well, I didn't know any of that about you, but I'm kind of not surprised. There's actually a theater play called She Kills Monsters that's based around a Dungeons and Dragons theme. I don't know if you've heard of it. (laughs) It's played in Vermont at a theater, but my son and I went to see it. So my son is into acting and theater and he's in a musical theater and a TV film production program at his school. Um, So we've been doing a lot of theater stuff lately. We were at the theater today. I'm going to see a play with my boyfriend this weekend. And this is just sort of a new area that's been really fun for me. I I don't watch a lot of television or movies. That said, I did see Westworld. I've watched most of Westworld recently. I don't know if you've seen any of that, but that's pretty. I've never never actually watched Westworld, but I I have a feeling it's on that sci-fi that is not so optimistic. I'm hoping there's a good ending. <laughs> so far, it's a very high body count, which yeah. when you're an empath and you don't even watch television, is uh, it's been interesting for me to look at. But but yeah, no, I really like the live theater stuff, and it's uh, it's just really beautiful to see all these people work so hard together, um, from the costume designers and the set designers and the lighting crew and the actors and the directors and all that goes into it, the choreography. And they pull it off in this amazing production that makes you feel a certain way. It makes you smile or cry or feel uncomfortable or feel what feel something. And especially post COVID to be seeing these groups of people just come together and be communities has been wonderful for us lately. And, you know, I, I just started going riding roller coasters and we got a season pass to Bush Gardens and that's been a little out of my comfort zone, but fun. And I like kayaking and going for walks in the woods and I need to come up and visit you so I can see the spring peepers. I mean, the fall peepers or whatever, the peeper season. The peeper season. What yeah, you- <laughs> it's the, it's the fall peeper fo- season. Uh, it's officially called the fall foliage season and that actually starts in a couple of weeks. 
we get absolutely brilliant color up here. I mean, anybody who who lives anywhere on the East Coast knows that if you want to see the, the most brilliant color you'll ever see on trees, you got to come up to New England in, in the first or second week in October. And that's that's when you're going to see it, which is right on my birthday, which is which is great. Oh, nice. Good birthday. Yeah. I, I was actually a theater major in college for a little while. Really? So, yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know what, exactly what you're saying about the about live theater. I, I loved being in the live theater too. Again, you know, I'm a, I'm a theater geek. I love that immersion and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So it makes sense. It goes hand in hand. We actually have a really cool, it's sort of like a comic book shop, if you will, um, called the dark side. It's called yeah. the dark side. And they have all these different groups of people that come and play Dungeons and Dragons or, World of Warcraft, I think is one, Pokemon, yep. Yu-Gi-Oh, and they have these tournaments and they even have like an entire wall that's full of like probably 200 different board games. And you can just go in and play board games with your friends. And it's a really cool meeting place for people that are into all these things. And yeah. we, we um, have one in Rutland too. In, in, well, in Vermont. We've got several in Vermont. They're, they're, it's very popular right now. Which is good. I mean, it's a great opportunity for people who who really love to do that to actually meet people. And I mean, there's there's great online communities too. But if you are into the actual meet up with people, it's a it's a good thing to do. So Jamie it was wonderful getting to know all the cool things that you love to do. Uh, just keeping it high, keeping it uh, keeping it real, and also uh, just understanding that the work that we do is about it's about joy. It's about love. It's, it's, it's not just what we love to do, but it's also bringing that love to our clients and our, and the people that we enjoy. So real quick, tell the people how they can find you. Uh, you can find me at biofieldexpert.com and, uh, or you can email me at Jamie at biofieldexpert and um, my phone number is on the website. My bio is there and we have a lot of amazing energy tools and healing products. And, um, I'm always available for consultations. I do actually free phone, uh, QRA tests. So if you send me a picture, text me a picture to my phone, I will QRA test your picture complimentary and send you some feedback. Awesome. And you can also find me at vitalbioenergetics.com. And if you go to vitalbioenergetics.com slash book online, you can book a free 30 minute consult with me as well. And that way we can discuss your situation, figure out whether or not Akashic dowsing is going to be a benefit for you. And then we take it from there. So Jamie, thank you very much for, for being our uh, guest today. And Thanks Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G., please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.